Hello, I'm Martin, and I'm your host to Who Am I? Who Am I is a journey into discovering and mapping out family histories. As children, most of us can remember those stories that our grandparents, parents, or even aunts and uncles told us about our family history. We were told, did you know that you are the descendants of nobility, presidents, or even an ancient and powerful people? For those of us who had not heard family stories are left wondering, well, who am I? Where do I come from? If you have an open mind, the desire and drive to find out, then come with me on this journey in finding out who you are and finding the real you. Episode 1, Document and Mapping Out a Basic Family Tree. So you want to be a genealogist. You want to know more about your family, but you don't know where to begin. Just the thought about where to begin can be daunting, to say the least. I have learned that it's always best to just start with what is simple. Start by grabbing a pen and paper or your favorite Word document software and sketch out a list of your immediate family. Add yourself to the tree, then add your parents. If you have siblings, add them next. If you happen to be married with children, add your spouse, your children, grandchildren, and so forth. Next, you can move backwards by adding any siblings that your parents may have had and list your grandparents. At this point, it would be good to start adding cousins and their children as well. Next, you should begin to collect any photos and documents that you may have. Scan anything that you can get your hands on and label them. Label who they are, what they were for, and when the event happened. This all will become helpful when you begin to lay out the timelines for your relatives. Lastly, having access to a digital recorder can be helpful for interviewing relatives. Having a recorder also can be helpful in documenting notes of your research by having something to fall back on. Now that you've created a basic tree of your family history, you could use some helpful online tools to assist you in documenting, searching, and storing the data you've collected from your research. Some of the sites are free, others are paid, all of which can assist you in documenting your family tree. The first site, FamilySearch.org, is a free site that allows you to create a family tree and conduct searches to find documents and compare your relatives against the trees of other subscribers. This is a good site and it's a cheap way to start off your research. The next site, findmypast.com, is a paid online service that allows for the creation of a family tree and also conduct searches. The next site, ancestry.com, is a paid subscription site. This site allows you to create a tree add supporting documents to your relatives, and just like the other sites, you can also match your relatives on your tree with people listed on the trees of other paid members. This comes in handy when you find a real match and you could fill in the blanks with important dates, images, or documents that you may be missing. This site too has search options for you to look up documents like birth, death, social security, and census to name a few. This site also provides autosomal DNA testing.
DNA testing will be something that I will discuss in a later podcast. The next site, Genie, G-E-N-I dot com, also allows for you to create basic trees of your family for free. Paid subscriptions allows users to store more media for your relatives and also gives you expanded searches when trying to match your relatives against other subscribers' trees. Genie does not have search capabilities for looking up documents such as census, birth, or death certificates. Genie does offer DNA testing, but through a site called MyHeritageDNA.com. And lastly, the last site that I have is MyHeritage.com. This also is another basic genealogy site that does allow for the search of supporting documents. There are paid subscriptions, which also increase the amount of media that you could store for your relatives on your trees. And this site does have DNA testing. Lastly, there are a few things that I'd like you to consider while you're doing your research. The first, when conducting searches on sites that either you are comparing relatives to or you're looking up documents, be careful to not immediately assume that the person that you found is the same person on your tree without doing some fact-checking first. The smallest things like gender, race, or even dates could cause you to spin your wheels chasing facts about the wrong person. Next, by creating online trees, you're now storing all your family history online. Whatever site you choose, please read the fine print about what the site will be able to legally do with your data. Next, remember that doing genealogy research can take a long time when you're trying to find relatives. Some documents may not have been kept, and others might not have even been scanned yet. If you have the time to contact the church, library, or government agency in the city or state that your relative lived in, you may be able to locate some important documents, such as birth, death, wills, deeds, marriage, and so forth. Next, please consider that newspapers are another good source to locate information such as stories or obituaries that you can get certain documentation about your relatives. Lastly, and most importantly, do not get discouraged. I can tell you from personal experience that I've been very happy when I've located a relative or even solved a major mystery in my tree. It may take you a while, but please don't be discouraged. Be patient. It'll happen. Well, this concludes the end of this episode. I hope that I was able to share something useful with you and would like to thank you all for listening. This is Martin signing off. Good luck in researching your family's histories.